0: You're listening to the Texas Standard. The U.S. Constitution provides broad protections for people in all 50 states. In many border states like Texas, however, those protections don't necessarily reach statewide. Take the Fourth Amendment that prohibits unreasonable search and seizure. For those living within the so-called border zone, roughly 100 miles inland from the actual border, Customs and Border Agents will tell you they don't need things like warrants to conduct searches, and now Melissa Del Bosque, a fellow at the Investigative Fund, reports in the Texas Observer that that border zone is expanding dramatically with little pushback. Melissa, welcome to Texas Standard.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. Did
0: I get that explanation right? Is that what's going on? That this, this zone is growing?
1: Yeah, um, I, I would I would say that it is. It, it's grown along with the size of Border Patrol and U.S. Customs and Border Protection. So this is a trend that started after 9 11 And that's sort of when the issues began with uh, Border Patrol and Customs sort of moving into the interior of the country and sort of away from the border just because we had so many more agents out there.
0: Describe for us, if you will, as a practical matter, how this is manifest. I think a lot of us who've been down to South Texas, you're on your way back and you see a checkpoint that's well within the interior of of the state. Uh, uh, For example, right?
1: Right, and, and and we're familiar with that in Texas, not so much in other states, but um, Border Patrol actually has a zone within 100 miles where they can set up checkpoints, and they can actually do roving patrols beyond that 100 miles. And actually, in the course of reporting this story, what they told me is they're not really even geographically limited uh, their authority to arrest and detain people And the thing that is unique about them is that they were given these powers um, after World War II to search, detain people just based on reasonable suspicion instead of probable cause, which is a higher standard that's under the the, uh, Constitution to protect people from unlawful searches and seizures. So they have a lower threshold Threshold, for being able to detain people. And the case that I highlight is in the story is really a worst-case scenario. Well,
0: let's talk about this particular uh, example, worst-case right. scenario you described.
1: Yeah. It. So this woman's a U.S. citizen, and uh, she's actually from New Mexico, but she had gone over to Juarez to visit a, a friend who had just lost his wife. And she was coming back across the border uh, in El Paso and waiting for them to swipe her passport. And the agent said, you know, we want you to go through a more like a secondary inspection. And then another agent brought one of those drug sniffing dogs. Right, And apparently that agent said that the dog had alerted to her that she might possibly have some, you know, drugs on her or something like that. So then they said, you know, we're going to have to take you to a secondary inspection inside and it's going to be more intensive. So they took her inside and they did like a uh, strip search and, you know, they put her through all the stuff and they found no, evidence of contraband or drugs or anything like that but even so they then put her in a car and drove her to a hospital in El Paso and then subjected her to a series of cavity searches um, a CT scan an x-ray and uh, then they wanted her to give them she they wanted her consent to do it sort of after the fact and they had no warrant And then they said, you know, if you don't sign the consent forms, then we're going to bill you for all this. And she said, well, I'm not signing. You know, I didn't give my consent. So sure enough, she got started getting bills. Good night. Fifty four hundred dollars for all the procedures that they wanted her to pay. She ended up at the ACLU and they did do the case and, and she actually did end up winning.
0: Why is there no pushback considering how many people are caught in this zone?
1: I think in the past it was overlooked because the thought was, well, these are people who are not citizens. Uh, It's just the border. I think there needs to be a conversation, it would be nice, in Congress about the kind of authorities that they do have and if they should be updated and maybe reformed, you know?
0: (laughs) It certainly seems likely to be sparking conversations. The article Checkpoint Nation by Melissa Del Bosque. She covers immigration and border issues for the Texas Observer. Melissa, good to see you again. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And you are listening to The Texas Standard.